0: Chapter 26 of King Mambo. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lisa Murphy, Richmond, Virginia. King Mambo by Paul de Chaillu. Chapter 26. Chapter 26 The Elephant Hunting Ground the beautiful prairie skirting the forest the welcome sky and sun and stars after the forest's gloom hunting elephants by moonlight three large herds narrow escape of al and myself death of the huge tusker we took up our march again at dawn walking at a very quick pace for we were all anxious to reach the prairie After traveling about eight miles, I noticed that the light in the forest was getting brighter. This was the sure indication that we were coming to an open space. A moment later, we came out on a lovely prairie, which, after the dark forest, looked the more beautiful. It was so pleasant to see again the blue sky, the white floating clouds, and the sun, to feel the wind blowing in our faces, for the forest is all the time as quiet as if wind did not exist. Tonight, I thought, how happy I shall be, for I shall see the stars and the moon. The waving grass looked very lovely to me, for I was tired of seeing nothing but trees day after day, month after month, and the world had never appeared more beautiful than it did that morning. Perhaps, also, it was because I had found my friends again. I stood still for a while, gazing at the sky, and said, Sunshine makes the heart of man happy. I do not wonder that in ancient times men worshipped the sun, for it is the source of all life upon earth. Without sun, no vegetation or life would exist. Along the borders of the forest were groups of plantain trees, some standing not far from us. The elephants are, as we know, in the neighborhood, said Oshariah. They will surely come here to eat the young leaves of the plantain trees and their fruit. We could not be here at a better time, for the moon is on the wane, and we shall be able to see the elephants well, and, at the same time, the moon will not be too bright. Let us build our camp on the border of the forest. To this we all agreed, and the rest of the day we were busy collecting material for our camp. Afterwards we cleaned our guns, and swore that we would not return to the plantation before killing an elephant or two. That night we slept soundly, for we needed rest in the morning i left my men in the camp as i loved to hunt alone i walked along the border of the forest thus having all the way a good sight of the prairie while at the same time i was hidden by the trees i had walked hardly two hours before i thought i heard the booming tramp of elephants i lay down upon the ground my right ear to the earth in order to make sure that i was not mistaken i heard nothing however and thought i must have been mistaken But continuing my way, I suddenly heard a great racket in the forest. Elephants were breaking branches of trees. I looked at Bulldog. It was all right. I advanced cautiously in the direction of the noise, and soon saw, under the trees bordering the prairie, five elephants, a bull and four cows. I crawled towards them like a snake. I drew nearer and nearer now and then I would raise my head above the grass to get a look at the elephants. The bull was a huge creature and seemed to be over ten feet in height, the cows from nine to nine feet and a half. Finally, I hid behind a tree, for I wanted to watch the noble animals at my ease. I noticed the big tusks of the bull and thought of his charging a man and impaling him upon them. The animals were feeding upon the fruit growing upon a cluster of trees one was shaking a tree with its trunk entwined round the slender stem another was butting its head against a tree and after a lot of the fruit had fallen they picked it up uttering occasionally a gentle trumpeting of contentment i was so intensely interested in watching them that i forgot that i had bulldog with me all at once the bull trumpeted loudly and they all fled plunging headlong into the forest i immediately returned to the camp and told of the news we held a council and it was agreed that we should set out on an elephant hunt that night we took a survey of the surrounding country and saw that the forest advanced here and there into the prairie just as the land does into the sea and formed in a number of places what might be called capes these capes were splendid places from which to watch for elephants we waited impatiently for the night, and lighted no fire that day. We agreed to divide into two parties, Osharia and I going to the nearest cape on our right, which was near a fine field of plantain trees. Ugala, Kwabi, and Nagola were to go to another cape on our left, from which they could also have a good view of the surrounding country. They could see far towards the north, we towards the south, when evening came we bade each other good-night and started for our respective places when i looked back i saw dark forms of ugala kwabi and nagola moving away from us we reached our place and hid under a tall tree the branches of which extended over the grass we were at the extreme end of the point near a big field of plantain trees a great many of these bearing fruit not yet full-grown The stars were shining brightly in the blue sky, and multitudes of fireflies were moving above the grass, almost illuminating the prairie. By the brighter light above the trees, we knew that the moon had risen. After a while, it appeared just above the forest, and gradually rose higher and higher, and shed its tempered light over the country. Soon life began to show itself. I saw a few antelopes emerging from the forest. They were fine animals, with long spiral horns, but we left them alone, for we were after larger game. On the other side of the prairie, we saw a large herd of buffaloes. I counted thirty-seven of them. Their bulls are very dangerous animals. They charge furiously, and only a very powerful gun can be effective with a shot in front, on account of the formation of their horns. I always took very careful aim when shooting them. They were among the animals I dreaded most. They hide during the day in the forest and come out at night. But we left the buffaloes also alone. How impressive was the night on the prairie! We could hear once in a while the cry of the owl and see flying squirrels above our heads. The sky and the dear twinkling stars were looking down upon us. The time seemed very long, as it does when one is kept waiting three hours passed away no elephants had come in sight i scanned the prairie carefully as far as my eye could reach suddenly my attention was drawn in the far distance towards a big black spot in the grass which i took to be a cluster of shrubs but wondered that had i not noticed it before i watched the black spot for i was not sure that it was formed by young trees soon i saw it moving slowly and advancing towards our side of the prairie i thought they were elephants but they might also have been hippopotami for there might have been a river in the neighborhood the animals were so far away i could not distinguish them i looked for oshariah but he was not in sight where had he gone the black mass kept moving slowly and i watched it intently after a while i made out certainly that it was a herd of elephants later i distinguished a huge bull which was leading them i counted twenty-three elephants looking again for oshariya i saw him standing close to me also watching the elephants he made a sign for me to follow him which i did then he pointed out to me a big moving black mass it was another herd but much larger than the one i had discovered they were walking slowly in the direction of kwabi nagola and ogula i could see the herd sidewise the elephants were led by a huge bull which looked larger than any of the others i made out forty-three elephants as they stood still their bodies slowly rocked and swayed to and fro once in a while their big ears pricked up their trunks were in motion curling and uncurling themselves Their tails, with the long, coarse black hair, beat their flanks. Now and then the cows squealed, and their squeals were followed by the violent trumpeting of the bulls, which sounded strange in the midst of the silence of the night. Suddenly the herd stopped, and the bull uttered a piercing trumpeting. Did he scent danger? Was he aware of our presence? What was the cause of the sudden halt? These were questions I asked myself. After a while, I heard another trumpeting, unlike the first one we heard. Then a general trumpeting of all the herd filled the prairie with its sound. This was responded to by a loud, angry trumpeting from the bull of the other herd. Were these two bulls to fight for the mastery of the two herds? A fight between two such monsters would be fine to look at. If the bulls fight, I whispered very low to usherea we must look on and not fire at them i had hardly uttered these words when a big cloud hit the moon and the herd of elephants could not be seen when the cloud had passed over we saw the elephants moving slowly just then i was startled by a great crash of trees in our rear elephants were in the forest and were going out onto the prairie the noise they made as they tramped in the jungle came nearer and nearer the huge creatures were evidently coming our way Osharia came close to me and took me to a very large tree so as to be protected by its size which would prevent us from being trampled upon by the elephants suddenly the elephants stopped the bull uttered a sharp and shrill trumpeting the bulls of the two other herds answered also with trumpetings of defiance there was to be a great battle for one reason or another the elephants in the forest changed their course and entered the prairie on our right i counted seventeen of them they were walking in single file led by the bull which after a while stopped the herd then came together into a group the bull uttered another loud trumpeting which was answered by the trumpeting of the other two bulls not a buffalo was in sight at the appearance of the elephants they had moved away it was a fine sight to see these three herds walking slowly in the prairie with the dim light of the moon shining upon them. They were the very emblem of strength among the animals of the earth. The herd that had been in our rear was the first to enter a plantain field. Soon after, we heard them breaking the plantain trees, while the animals now and then gave forth low trumpetings of satisfaction. We left our hiding place and crept towards the plantain trees. O'Sharriah looked at his guns, I looked at mine the cartridges were in place. Soon we were in the midst of the scattered elephants. I had hardly seen them when I thought I heard the trampling of one of the two other herds coming in our direction. If that was the case, we should be in great danger, for we should find ourselves between the two herds. If they met, it was probable that the two bulls would fight. Who knows, I said to myself. Perhaps a third herd is coming here also. Then, There may ensue a grand battle among the bulls for the mastery of the herds, and the cow elephants may run in every direction. There was no time to be lost if we did not wish to have elephants all around us. Either we must kill one of those in sight, or fire a gun to scare them. In either case there was danger. I noticed that the bull and cow elephants were restless. They evidently thought the two other herds were coming towards them. Oshariah, who was within a few feet from me, was in a better position to shoot, for I had a number of plantain-trees in my way. I could not get a good aim. The gun of Oshariah rose slowly. Then I saw a flash and heard a terrific detonation, and to my consternation the bull charged in my direction. He had had a glimpse of me. He was coming at full speed, while the crash made by the frightened and fleeing elephants added to the confusion. In the twinkling of an eye, I took three steps backward, and was protected by the burned trunk of a tree. I was just in time. The infuriated animal passed close by me. As he did so, I fired behind his right shoulder, but he did not fall and went on into the forest, followed by the cow elephants. I was sure Bulldog had hit the huge beast, and Ushuaia was much surprised that the elephant had not fallen dead he eyed bulldog as if to say i do not understand why you did not kill the elephant outright in the meantime the detonation of our guns had scared the two other herds we heard them tearing down everything in the forest that opposed their flight this was a narrow escape of mine but for the tree i should have been trampled upon or impaled so quick was the charging of the bull then the advice of regondo came to my mind that a hunter should never lose his head before sudden danger. I was covered with perspiration, and my heart beat quickly from the excitement. We returned to the camp, and Nagola, Ogula, and Kwabi came back at dawn, reporting that they had been watching the two herds of elephants, and fully expected to kill one, but the firing of our guns had blighted their hopes. After breakfast, Osharia and I went in search of the bull we had shot. For we were sure he was wounded. We came to the track the elephant had left behind him, and after a short time, not five hundred yards from the place where we had shot him, Osharia gave a cluck to draw my attention and pointed ahead. I looked and saw a huge bull elephant lying in the ground upon his stomach, with his head downward but facing us. Our coming seemed to rouse him; he raised his head and looked at us he evidently recognized in us his enemies of the night who had inflicted his deadly wound and before we had even time to think and while i was pitying the poor beast he rose and charged us at furious speed we had just time to get out of his way he dashed past us and fell down exhausted by his efforts he wanted revenge before dying o fired at the elephant and shouted to me to fire for he was not sure that he would not rise again the magnificent beast was dead when we came near he was over ten feet in height and had very large tusks we found that he had been wounded his charge had been so unexpected that i wondered that one of us had not been killed this was the narrowest escape i ever had with elephants i looked at the huge bull his thick hide was covered with scars most of them healed, but two or three knew. All bore witness to the numerous fights he had had with other bulls for the mastery of the herd. He had had to assert his supremacy by constant fighting, and, had he not been killed by us, the day was sure to come, as he grew old, when he would at last find a bull stronger than he was. At the sound of our guns, Agula, Nogola, and Kwabi left their camp and soon came up. Osharia and I were seated on the huge beast when they appeared. Osharia shouted to them, "We are men! We are men!" And they responded, "You are men! You are men indeed." Kwabi went after an axe and the big hunting knives. The first thing we did on his return was to take off the fine tusks from the elephant's head. It was hard work, for they were embedded in the skull for nearly three feet. One tusk weighed ninety-seven. The other ninety one pounds. The tusks are never of the same weight. Then we brought a great deal of the meat to the camp, for we had nothing to eat, and the men took two large pieces into the forest for Mambo and Olumbo. End of chapter twenty six.